Rediscoveries are common among philosophers. The human mind moves in a circle around its eternal problems. A.J. Liebling Fighting is 50% mental. Through the ages, grizzled fighters and veteran trainers have said words of that nature to eager young fighters, to reporters, to anyone who would listen. Tim Sylvia, a former UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship, heavyweight champion, said, in the finest Yogi Berra fashion, fighting is 90% mental, half the time. We've all heard it from a dozen different places. But what do they mean? Fighting is two guys in a ring or cage, smashing each other, the ultimate physical endeavor. It's meat on meat. How could something so physical be more mental than physical? What do all these professionals intend to convey with the word mental? Is it an empty cliché? This book is an attempt to answer that question. A question that appeared simple, but began to unfold into peeling layers of complexity. It started as a purely selfish quest. I was curious. After a few months of interviews and talking to great fighters, I began to see the universal nature of the answers. The more you look around, the more you see that everyone is fighting something. I made it a point to go after great fighters when I could. Guys who, in the words of boxing champion Gabriel Ruelas, swum the deep waters. When Gabe said deep waters, he was talking about big title fights, championship rounds, the rarefied air where life and death are on the line. Deep waters are the moments when a great fighter is facing a superior athlete, a man who has spent his whole life honing lethal skills in front of millions of people. When the great fighter is fighting better than he ever has before, better than anyone thought possible, and the opponent is still coming. When a man's only hope is to reach down deep into himself and find a way to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. The fighters in this book have been tested in ways that few have. They've seen through the vagaries of their human soul. I had been thinking about these things for years, but the concrete book germinated during a conversation with the publisher and writer for Victory Belt, Eric Krauss. His company publishes instructional books such as B.J. Penn's The Book of Knowledge or Randy Couture's Wrestling for Fighting. The books are filled with diagrams and photos, step-by-step walkthroughs of specific techniques. Eric wondered if I was interested in writing one of those books. I thought about it. Eric was talking to all the great fighters. He had tremendous access. But I wasn't so interested in the specific techniques, like Couture's clinch-trap takedowns, as much as I was his overall game plan strategy. How come Couture was so much better than his opponents at devising plans and then executing them? Sure, the X-Guard is interesting, but how does Marcelo Garcia think about jiu-jitsu? That was the book I wanted to write. These are the kinds of questions I was interested in answering. There are those who think athletes can't speak intelligently about what they do. They see the post-game interviews from giant men who sound like simpletons. I just go out and do what I do, or I take it one game at a time, or, for fighters, I just go out to kick his ass. The verbal conscious part of the brain may be turned off when they're performing, but that doesn't mean it always is. I knew that when you talk to fighters about their thoughts, their mental state, they can surprise you. They've thought about it more than you might expect. You just have to learn how to listen properly. Not that I was always successful. 
and know what you're listening to. You have to winnow through the chaff to get at the truth. But I thought it could be done, and regardless was worth a shot. When I first thought of this project, I figured this book's readers would be mostly fighters, guys who compete, interested in another aspect of strategy. But I started hearing from people who'd been in accidents, who found my first book inspiring, guys like Mike Toole, who lost the use of his right arm, and then Matt Peterson, who wrote me from Maine. I am 28 years old. Ten years ago, I experienced an accident in college that left me paralyzed. A C5 quad, to be exact. Fighting has been in my blood since I can remember.